You are listening to Six Live Crew Radio. This is the one and only last. It is approximately 9-11. I did have to start the show a little late tonight, but I'm here. Nonetheless, it doesn't really even matter because I'm here, and that's all that matters. We have a special guest tonight. I'm sorry to have you waiting for so long. I know that you're probably, like, about to throw your hands up, but I am here. And it is none other than... D-L-Y-2, Mr. David Yancey, how are you tonight? I'm doing wonderful. It's a pleasure to be on the phone with you. (laughs) I apologize. Oh, my goodness. I I was just going to say that it's the platform's fault. It's not my fault because I'm tech savvy, so I don't even know what happened. But I'm here, and I'm here to do my duty to interview you. And I'm so elated to have you tonight on the show. Um, this young man I have known, I always say I've known people for a long time, but I really have known you since I was probably about six or seven. Um, I've known your whole family. Basically, the majority of my life, you come from a lineage of greatness. And when I say greatness, I'm talking about musical geniuses from – I'm. I'm talking about in the church and out of the church. You know what I'm saying? But that's where it all started for you. Am I correct? It started in church for you. Yeah, it did. It did. And, um, man, it's a, it's, man, it's, to hear you say that, it's like, wow. <laughs> you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it did. It started, uh, right, right in, um, Pewsville, Virginia, uh, with my grandfather. And uh, right. his eleven kids, and I mean, whenever, 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 whenever I go home, I am, uh, I'm sure to have somebody in the family start singing. And if you don't sing some type of harmony with them, they're gonna look at you funny. I absolutely, I know. I've seen the videos <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> I've seen them. I've been around you guys, so I know how it is. You know what I mean? So give us, you kind of gave a, a brief introduction, but I want you to really delve into, you know, where you really come from. Explain, first of all, introduce yourself, your name, what you're all about, um, what your music is about. Just go through the whole thing and let us know, and I'll go along the way and ask you a few questions. So just give us a, a, a good introduction into who you are. Gotcha. Yeah, so I am, uh, once again, go by the name D.L.Y. too, but my name is D.L. Yancey II, um, born and raised in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia, um, grew up and was born and raised in the uh, organization called Church of God and Saints of Christ, where uh, whenever I talk about music, I always start there because that's where my roots come from, um, and I tell Absolutely. people who I run it. I tell people who I run into that 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 don't know me. I tell them I come from hand claps and, and, and foot stops, and they're like, "What are you?" Mm. Doing? I'm like, "We didn't have we didn't <laughs> have any 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 instruments in the church, but our voices were the instruments, and our hands and our feet were like the drums. So a lot of times when That's I'm right. making music, like the 808s I hear, it really reflects like the foot stomps I would hear growing up, and the hand claps is like the snare and stuff like that. So for me, 
like uh, the music that I'm into that I I, I do, um, it, it originates from from that from that foundation. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so what basically drew? First of all, explain the genre of music that you're you're you um, perform. So I would uh, I call it a like a acoustic soul. Um, okay. It's a straight soul music. Um, I, I've got a a, a family member. Uh, I call him my brother, but it's my my first cousin. He uh he he deemed the the title re hip soul, which is a kind of a okay. combination of re- reggae, hip hop, and soul music. Um, so that's kind mm-hmm. of the major influences that uh that kind of go into it. So, um, I would say you know for me I, I like the acoustic guitar sound. I'm starting to delve into the electric guitar sound, but um, it's it's straight soul music, soul music. Okay. Now I've been doing a little research, and like I said, I I know you, so um, I noticed that you're kind of really drawn to the reggae side of it, though. Can you explain that? Like, what what who inspired you within the genre of reggae to you know take on this type of music? Um, I would say my biggest reggae influence uh, mm-hmm. is uh, Tyrus Riley. Um, okay. A, a lot wow. of people. Yeah, a lot of people would say you know Bob, Bob, and you right, know, the rest right. of the Marley family, but um, no, no, you know all all credit and and, and you know uh, you know and just praise due to them for what they do in the in the, in the reggae industry. But for me, I would say it's Tyrus Riley because of, um, I guess because of his voice and his singing style, um, mm-hmm. and and also for me. The biggest attraction um, to reggae music generally, but also uh, specifically to Tyrus Riley, is the way uh, he will talk about spirituality. He will talk about the thing about uh, love. He'll talk about consciousness. He'll talk about politics. He'll have it all, all in one album, um, and 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 it and it all seems to flow together, and it doesn't seem contradictory. So for me, that's the biggest influence is to be able to you know, to talk about life and all its aspects all in one sound, and, and it just, you know, has a, a good continuity in it. Wow, I can dig it. I mean, as you said, most people, you know, being Jamaican, I get it. Most people would say Bob, you know what I mean? And before you even came on, I went on live um, on Instagram, and I was playing Bob because, you know, I really thought that was your musical influence. I really had no idea that it was more towards Taurus. That's that's impressive, you know, that you would take on uh, being in, inspired by Taurus Riley. So I admire that. Now, what drew you to the music industry? Um, for me, um, of course, the the idea of being somewhat or some in some type of capacity involved in music has always been there um, uh, from childhood. But I would say uh, the what what the trigger or the spark for me um, to do it actually to take it on as a, like a profession um, happened mm-hmm. after after I graduated from college and I had oh, aspirations wow. to had aspirations to go into the NFL and it didn't right, work right. out so mm-hmm. it's like all right, I needed something else that could challenge me physically could challenge me mentally and I could treat it like a sport. 
that I could do forever. Okay. Or I can do as long as I can. And that's when the decision right. came to say, you know what? Yeah, let's 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 give this music thing a, a, a good good try. Okay. Now, can you explain your creative process? How do you go about making the music and all of that kind of thing? Yeah. So I I I'm highly influenced by sound. Um, mm-hmm. And like so for like as far as the writing process, um, I I write like short stories. Or uh, or like long type of poems, um, and and far as musically, uh, I, I taught myself how to play the guitar because initially when I first decided to do music, I needed like a beat or some type of instrumental track in order to influence right. what I wanted to write. Um, but eventually, mm-hmm. I, I I wanted to create my own music. So now, it's I hear the chords first, I hear the melodies first. And then as I play the melody, it either strikes something within me uh, as far as uh, an idea, a topic to write about, and then I'll either go into the bank of short stories that I've already written, and I pull from that or just come up with something totally new. But um, as far as songs are concerned, it's definitely heavily influenced by by the melody and, and the music. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow, okay. That's impressive. Now, um, I do know, and I don't know if you really want to put this out there, but you're like a, a brainiac. You're sort of like a, a genius outside <laughs> of the, the music realm. Um, you are a nuclear scientist if I'm, or nuclear engineer. Uh, Am I correct? Right. You're correct. That's I your day job? I'm, I'm a degree. Yep. I'm a degree nuclear engineer. Okay. So, um, what is an average day like for you? Are you in your field and playing music at the same time? Like, how does that work? You know what I mean? Because how much how much time do you dedicate to the music if it if it is a great book? Because I know as a nuclear engineer, you must not have a lot of time on your hands. Plus, not to mention your husband, you're a father, you're a family man. So. How do you balance both of those things? Right. Um, now, that's a good question. I mean, because for me, it started early in, in college, um, playing football, um, going to class. Uh, of course, I had my daughter my, my sophomore year in college. So, like, being mm-hmm. able to be a father, a student, and an athlete, um, you know, took um, some – some. it, it, it took a, a quite a bit to be able to master, like, time management, which I don't think I've mastered it, but I think I've grown uh, in ways for time management to understand how to properly put things in this place, so that helps me out a lot. Um, so, I mean, I would spend, like, I spend eight to ten hours a day at work, um, and ironically, at work, I am in a uh, in a position to where I, uh, I, I talk and I communicate a lot, and I help uh, bridge mm. different engineering disciplines together to accomplish a goal. So it's almost like project management. So like the skills right. that I use at work is the same type of skills that I use outside of outside of work for music. So That's I would get off work and then I'll come home and then, you know, it might be rehearsal. Uh, it might be practice at home by myself. It might be writing. Um, just it depends on what needs to be done that week for music that I do. So most of it's done once I get off work. Wow, that's really, really impressive. I mean, to be able to balance all of that, it, it's really something. Now, um, do you ever deal with performance anxiety? 
you get a little nervous from time to time? Is that performance anxiety? Yeah. Um, all the time. All the time. Okay. Um, it comes in different forms. Uh, right. It either comes as, like, you know, kind of like a nervousness, butterfly type of feel, like the day of, or maybe a couple of days mm-hmm. before. Um, but it, it comes in different forms, which I think is good because it, it shows that, for me, that, you know, I take what I do serious. Um, and I, I want to, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, I uh, perform um, at the best, highest possible um, level yeah. that I can. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not it's not too – and I've, I've experienced situations to where, like, at the beginning I would be, like, totally overwhelmed and, like, forget lyrics and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But I've, <laughs> and that's to be I've expected, grown. right? You're just starting out, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, I mean, like, once I got over that bubble, now I, I can channel that anxiety into a positive, positive manner. That's the way to go. Now, um – what I did want to ask you is about your new single. You did mention it to me briefly, but I want you to um, talk more about your new single that's coming out, if I'm not mistaken, on New Year's Day. That's correct. Yep, New Year's Day. Um, yeah, so uh, the title of the single is called Closer Love. Um, and okay. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a song about um, about let's say a, a young man who has a high school sweetheart and they mm. go off to different, different, different directions. They go to different colleges and they're miles and miles away. And this is that puppy love, like, you know, we've been together since teenage year type of relationship. And in his sophomore year, he goes to his best friend and he's like, Hey, look, she wrote me a letter. And in the letter, she's pretty much breaking up with him and telling him she wants love to be closer. He's too far away. Wow. Mm. So the whole, the, that's the synopsis of the song. And, and, and the lyrics of the song kind of tells uh, or kind of, you know, narrates what the details of the letter said and how she felt and how she broke up with him. Okay. Wow. Now you can feel free to perform a little bit. If, if you want to, I don't want to put you on the spot, but we just want to give the people a little introduction, a little taste of what they'd be getting. Would you be interested in doing that for me, sir? Absolutely. Give me uh, 10 seconds. Let me grab my guitar and then, uh, okay. I'll, yeah, I'll play like the first verse of it. All right. No problem. You always got to, you know, let people know what they're in for, you know, so... Can you hear that? Yes. All right. This is titled Close to Love. It'll be coming out January 1st, New Year's Day. Once again, DOY 2, Close to Love. On what platforms? It'll be on iTunes and Spotify for sure. Okay. Girl. And she said, 
Find his music, new single is called, say it again. Close to Love. Close to Love, and you can find it on Spotify and iTunes. I am so happy that you were able to join me tonight. Let me just ask you one last question before you go. Now, there are a lot of young people out there aspiring to become um, uh, famous music artists, (laughs) you know, trying to get into the industry, and what advice would you have for someone wanting to follow in your footsteps? Um, man, understand that in 20, I'm going to say 2019, because it's past 2018 almost. In right. 2019, in 2019, mm-hmm. realize that you are the industry. Don't wow. wait. For anyone's stamp of approval, don't wait for any record label, don't wait for anybody to put you on, quote unquote. You know what I mean? You are, if you have the gift inside of you, just realize like all that it takes, man, is just to pursue it, do what God puts on your heart to do, and just put the stamp on it. You're already in the industry. That's all it takes. Wow, that was a very powerful statement. You know, a lot of people don't really say that, but I I appreciate that powerful statement coming from you. Um, like I said, I thank you once again for joining me tonight. DLY2 from the ta- the state of Tennessee. Are you in the Chattanooga area or? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. And you perform where? Give us the venues that you perform at. Any upcoming performances? Yeah, so uh, uh, normally at the Bessie Smith Cultural Center. Um, uh, you can also find me at, uh, what's the name of the other one? Man, there's so many. One of them slipping my mind. But I do. One is coming up uh, this Sunday, actually. It's a New Year's Eve, Eve celebration. It's at a, a newly established restaurant called Davis Wayne's. Um, I'll be performing there. 
Uh, and there's some actual, uh, some things coming up in January as well. Uh, where I'll be going to Atlanta. There's a poetry slam on the 12th of January. Uh, something else in Macon, Georgia, on the 4th of January. So um, if you text DLY2 to 41411, it'll keep you updated to what's coming up. Oh, that's great. That's great information. As well as follow him on IG. On Instagram, D-L-Y-2, the number two, D-L-Y, the number two. So thank you for joining me, and I hope that, you know, the music industry just shoots you beyond your wildest dreams, you know. The sky's the limit, really, and I can see nothing but greatness in your future. So I wish you all the best, and thank you for joining me tonight. You have a wonderful new year. God bless you. You do the same. Thank you so much.